0: this is the work smart hypnosis podcast session number 178 define your why welcome to the work smart hypnosis podcast with jason lynette your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success here's your host jason lynette Welcome back. It's Jason Lynette here with a solo session this week. And before actually launching into the content, let's highlight a recent review over on iTunes. Uh, This is coming from someone who uh, calls themselves Urban Gypsy, because uh, that's the thing on iTunes. Uh, Quote, these podcasts are outstanding. I've learned more in the short time I've been listening than in my previous two years of seeking out training on my own. Learning how others are doing it and sharing those strengths is absolutely raising the bar for all of us in this profession. Thank you, Jason, for your generous sharing time and especially your passion. Um, Whoever Urban Gypsy is, thank you so much for leaving that feedback there. And I'd share that does directly correlate over to the why I do this program, which The theme today in this presentation is all about defining why it is you do the things that you do. So while this is going to be a dialogue, a bit of a solo dialogue, a monologue, while this is going to be a monologue on the theme of defining the work that you do, yes, there are very clearly some business tones that are going to come out of uh, the information here. Though at the same time, these are those themes that I really feel are absolutely critical in terms of the work that you do. So the work stays fresh. So the passion remains. And for full reference here, the session this week was inspired by reading the book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. It's an excellent book by Simon Sinek. I'll link to the book over in the show notes at worksmarthypnosis.com, as well as the TED Talk that Simon Sinek did as well on the on the same theme. So This week, again, it's all about defining the work that you do, why you do it, and what is that underlying passion that keeps it all in motion. And one of my whys, uh, as we're about to talk about, is helping you to become even more successful as a hypnotist. And with that, while you're online, check out hypnoticbusinesssystems.com. It's the all-access pass to my hypnosis training business library in terms of action steps to actually get out there and get people coming into your office, growing your business year after year, reinvesting in yourself, and helping you to help a whole lot more people. The more we're all successful, the more we're all successful. Get started today for just $47. Check that out, hypnoticbusinesssystems.com. And with that, let's jump directly into this week's content. This is session number 178, Define Your Why. Why am I recording this here today? Because I set it on my calendar, and if it's not scheduled in my life, it doesn't happen. So again, the inspiration for this week's session is the great book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action by Simon Sinek, a book that actually has been on my shelf, or at least um, in my Kindle, for quite some time, and why did I reread it, or actually read it for the first time, uh, because Richard Nongard said I should. He recommended it and I go, I already have it. So the whole theme of this is that In the book, Simon Sinek goes off on the theme very often of how is it businesses define themselves, how they establish their character that, you know, even so far as there are people who will stand in line to buy Apple products, even before they come out, there are people who have Harley Davidson tattoos, even though they've never personally owned a motorcycle where a company, what a brand can define who they are and what they stand for that's what builds loyal raving fans. And you've heard me use the phrasing of raving fans here in this podcast several times. So I'd share with you as I go through some thoughts that I've been having as I was reading through the book, some thoughts that I thought would be helpful to you, which are not necessarily just to define who I am and this whole work smart hypnosis brand. But in many ways, again, I, I think this is one of those key elements that you know, I was uh, speaking, I was teaching at the NGH convention just recently, and I taught a co-production class with Dan Candell. We did a class called the fill up formula, fill up your office with paying clients, and got onto the theme that if he and I separately removed the segment of our businesses of seeing live one-to-one clients, um, I think we both hit on the same theme that we'd just be kind of bored. Uh, and there's a passion behind all of this, and to define that why it helps you to set those core values it helps you to set that focus and i'm going to come back to this theme a little bit later in this uh in this uh information here that if you can define what you stand for you remain congruent and if you could decide and define what you are against that also helps to make decisions as well so I'll kind of begin a little bit more scattered, and then we're going to get very specific in terms of how I think you can best apply these themes to yourself. Some of you have heard my story as to why I'm the guy who's out there teaching hypnotists how to run their business, a position which, by the way, um, I have received some criticism for. That uh, I've had to defend the fact that, yes, I actually am working with real people. I'm actually out here. Today's a day that I've got three clients in the office. I, I, I set my schedule in a very strict way. I only see four clients a day because clearly seeing hypnosis clients is not the only hypnosis thing that I do. And I teach business. Uh, One of the reasons that I teach business, and again, this has received some criticism uh, from a few, not many, but just a few over the years, that I'm just teaching to this community. Oh, you could be teaching this to other communities. And there is something to be said. Let me just lay it out there from a business perspective of, I've used the phrase before, when you try to sell to everybody, you end up selling to nobody. Uh, And if I was trying to be the guy teaching business to the entire world, that becomes a much more diluted message. And the reason that I teach business is a bit of an away from strategy. That years ago, I'm attending a hypnosis convention, somebody's presenting an idea. And uh, in terms of how to grow your business, and I ask a simple follow up question. And this person responds that he had never personally used the technique himself, uh, that instead, he learned it somewhere else, he thought it was interesting and was excited to share it with the rest of the community. Which, let's call it out, is basically a reason this person should not be teaching that technique. And it's where only indirectly uh, gathering the claim of being the hypnosis business guinea pig that I'm not going to teach you things that I haven't personally done myself. And and the reason that's an important theme to share in this define your why uh, conversation here with you is that if we can define the reason why we do things, that's what drives the passion. That's what keeps the momentum. That's what prevents the stress, the burnout. That's what allows some days where the work is long and difficult to become passionate and inspiring because I meet too many people in this industry who are just on the cusp of getting started. I meet too many hypnotists around the world, whether it's in person at various conventions or interacting on forums or conversations online where These are amazing skills. Here's a session I did just this morning, the day I'm recording this, and here's a woman who, in her words, let go of an emotional burden that she had been talking about in therapy for five or six years, and just in the matter of what we did just the last time we met, that thing is gone, you know? She knows it happened, and yet there's no longer an emotional charge attached to it. And that's a groundbreaking change. That's an earth shattering shift for this person. So it's where the phrase that I use, it's not just for the sake of the, you know, the income. Yes, I playfully use the catchphrase of make it rain, though the ability to work with somebody. Yes, this is an individual who came in and paid for that service, though at the same time, this is a person that held this time accountable to herself, came in ready to produce this change. I put the right techniques in the right order. We built the right environment and that thing is now gone. And massive changes are already domino effect afterwards as a result of that. So these are those stories. You know, I I collect stories of past client testimonials. It's not just for the sake of, oh, I can put this up on my website and more people will book me. Yes, that's a part of it. That's part of the reason why I get those testimonials. My real reason for getting those testimonials is that they're helping the client to self validate how far they've come in their journey, that they're not the person they were before. And I could be sitting here in my little office, uh, you know, with my various rooms and the spaces where you've probably seen videos of mine of, you know, here's the video in the classroom, here's the video in the side practitioner room. Here's the video I'm dreading that I want to shoot later today because I meant to do it when I first came in this morning. I let myself get distracted, so now I'm going to shoot outside in about an hour, and it's August, and according to my phone, it's already 93 degrees outside, so it'll be a quick video. That's the reason why. So it's where I can have my own stories. Though, as I share the knowledge that I've learned the hard way, you know, as I share the knowledge that I've tested for you. As I've workshop strategies to make the phone ring, have people be enthusiastic to prepay their sessions online and show up on time and be ready for the change, that empowers you to do the same thing. So it's where I always have to be a little cautious with this, mind you, that you know, the methods that I use to launch my business may not be an exact fit for you. I signed the big, scary lease, on an office space. And that was the beginning. That was the origin story of Virginia hypnosis. The reason why I did that was that I didn't want to have the opportunity just to kind of dip the toes in the water and well, we'll see how it goes. And at first challenge go up, oh, never mind back to the old thing. No, I was dedicated to the mission from the very beginning, this is what I'm going to do. And it was drilled into me by a previous business mentor that nothing is worth doing unless you give it a full two years effort. So at the end of those two years, if I was miserable, which thankfully I wasn't, I would have transitioned to something else, maybe stayed within the the stage hypnosis industry as I began my career. So, you know, that was my reason why I took that big leap at the beginning, though I will share with you um, I'm cautious at times because I really want that mission statement to be out there, that my goal over the next two years is for, at minimum, 100 people to leave behind careers that they're unhappy with in terms of they're not, uh, they're not emotionally, spiritually satisfying that individual, or perhaps as well, the income is not good and they're not happy with their life because that's where I was almost exactly 10 years ago. At this point, I was earning more from a part time hypnosis income than I was from a full time uh, sort of muggle position, though. Then again, I was working in professional theater and management, which is, again, not the norm, Uh, (laughs) but breaking free from that. So that's the strategy that was a fit for me. And that's one of the reasons why that's kind of my subtext where I'm so enthusiastic, where here's the person, whether it's private consulting, whether it's someone inside of my training, hypnotic business systems. This is why, mind you, uh, again, I was just at the NGH convention, and uh, you know who you are. I had an amazing conversation with somebody who just by listening to this podcast, similar to that testimonial I uh, shared that's on the iTunes listing for this, you know, in the dialogue, we hit on the fact that she has never purchased a single thing from me. She hasn't. And, you know, it'd be nice if she did, but she doesn't have to. The dynamic of that relationship is going to be the same, whether she's bought everything I have to offer or whether she's just downloaded this session for free by any podcast uh, available that's out there. So that why is sharing that mission, you know, sharing that ease that if we think differently about how we grow our business that's where things begin to shift. You know, for some reason, it all comes back to this theme of working smart. Maybe we should do something with that terminology. So it's where is that's my mission. That's the why behind why I teach what I do, because I want you to have it the way that I have it. You know, I'm not concerned about having money in the bank account for the upcoming mortgage payment. I'm not concerned as much as I may have been in earlier years about having enough money to pay off this credit card, uh, being able to replace uh, some piece of technology when things break, Uh, you know, not too worried about, uh, well, the kids are now out of preschool and that's amazing. They're both about to start back up. Uh, Max is going to be in kindergarten, Claire starting the second grade. And so it's a different schedule at home. And even back in the days of paying off preschool and now folding that same money into savings for their college education. If I'm in session with my client and these things are taken care of, the phone is ringing and here's a person that maybe isn't yet ready to produce this change. You know, So from that position, I'm kind of transitioning here to why I see clients. It's where I've had my own personal breakthroughs over the years. And This is where the dialogue of origin story is one that really is how every dialogue, every conversation in this podcast begins. That my goal ever since about maybe 20, 30 sessions into this, once I found the real voice of the Work Smart Hypnosis podcast, it's not about just being an interview program. It's not just come on and talk about your upcoming training and sell your book. Though that's often the easiest catalyst to say, hey, I just see you're doing something cool. Let's get you on the program. It's to highlight you know, those people who are doing things that are very interesting that need highlighting. We're a small community and we don't need to practice at it alone. We can have stronger community. We'll come back to the why of this podcast later on. So I'm in the position, you know, what started my business was a bit of an away from strategy. I was a full-time stage hypnotist and I was sending so many referrals of people who wanted one-to-one help and I got to call it out. Those people were not returning phone calls. They weren't responding to emails. It almost had a frustration. It was the thought process of, I'll censor it here, uh, F it. I'll just see these people myself. So, you know, that little bit of away from strategy shifted towards the passion of helping people change that story. You know, even before I learned the NLP patterns of sleight of mouth from the beginning, my mindset was that uh, the same map into the problem is the same map out of the problem. For every reason why this has been a challenge, it now becomes every reason why, as I like to say, I've got this, this is gonna be easy. Major life changes happen in an instant. It doesn't have to be a slow, drawn out process of a checklist and the pros and the cons the moment I decided to get into better health myself, it was an instantaneous shift. The moment I decided that I was just so fed up with the old career, I was burned out because the passion, the why was no longer there. You know, it became the moment of just, it was an effortless thought to go, yeah, screw the five-year plan. I'm going to do the hypnosis work from now on. So it's from these perspectives, why I see clients and mine wise that, um, you know i could remove the section of seeing live one to one clients and still have an incredible business i wouldn't be spending the rent money that i am right now my income wouldn't be too far adjusted and i could probably turn that you know dollars for hour segment of my business to churn those hours into something more passive and perhaps meet the same income if not increase it any even more though it's that one to one connection being with somebody through the change process, being there as that, uh, to borrow the phrase that Dan Kandel uses, to be that advocate for the client, that you are helping them to break free of whatever was holding them back before, that, you know, you meet too many people that are stuck in the way things that used to be. And it's where if you can define that why phrasing, this is where Every session for me now is a good to great process. Every session is a celebration of this change that you're about to create. And I can have a day like tomorrow where as I'm about, about to hop into an airplane and fly out to Vegas for about eight or nine days at the Thoughts Live convention, uh, this is actually releasing uh, while I'll be out there teaching Hypnotize with Conviction. So I'd promote that, but well, you're probably listening to this as I'm teaching this or listening to it years afterwards. So that ability to... Work with people on that one to one basis, you know, and have that experience where you see that shift right away. You know, I'm just as excited as the person who's interacted with hypnotic business systems and has learned from their perspective a cool marketing strategy to get found and make their phone ring and get paid. I'm just as excited about that as I am. Here's this woman I told the story of earlier that here's this sort of lifelong challenge she's been talking in circles around, and now that thing is gone. To see that shift in person, to be in that place of implicit learning where you're aware of it before they've even taken on the full weight of it. That's what's fascinating. So defining that why I can have a day like tomorrow where pre-travel I've uh, fit a few more appointments into the day. I'm seeing six people tomorrow without so much of a lunch break, which probably means I've got some Uh, Protein bars here in my uh, drawer at the office, uh, as I call it. It's the day of having the chemical lunch rather than the nice, healthy vegetables and lean protein, as I tend to live off of at this point so far. So I I mention that here because that's that why of seeing those clients. And a day like tomorrow, the marathon schedule, I will walk out with just as much energy as I walked in with because the work is important, the work is fascinating which brings about another mindset of why. And why am I telling you all this? It's all gonna come together in the action steps I'll share with you towards the end of this. It's why also I'm fascinated by certain niche markets or niche markets, depending on where you are in the world. But again, niche rhymes with rich. So let's stick with that. That's why I pronounce it that way. So certain categories that I'm now really passionate about working with, which I will completely call out something I have yet to talk about on this platform, I was nearing a place of, let's call it mild burnout in uh, in my career. Actually, earlier this year, I'm recording this, it's the middle of August. I'm referring to a time span of about January, February, that there were some aspects of the work, some, uh, let's call it out, you probably saw some of the emails and stuff around this, uh, some professional frustration with the way that others chose to run their business and this amazing community that, again, sometimes one specific negative tone uh, can interrupt things. And just getting it to a place of, I call it respectful frustration, with a few elements of just how things were going. Um, and by reinvigorating that why behind certain client aspects. Uh, There were talks at one point of someone who was actually willing and enthusiastic and rather generous about purchasing a large segment of my business. The details really don't matter here. But by refocusing why I got back into this, taking some time to be more so in my office, just seeing clients, that's what strengthened everything and connecting with good people as well it's where this is part of the reason why i continue to do this podcast as part of the reason why i continue to go to conventions interact with other instructors sit in a workshop of someone i've never met before take new trainings purchase new things and keep reading books and continue that education because again we're strengthening that that pathway of who we are so a refocusing and the recentering as to seeing primarily stop smoking clients these days, which is not just for the why of to give some credit where it's due to uh, someone like Ken Gutzow and learning how he works with his people, how he's built the systems around that. I've had him on the podcast here before, and it's about time I have him back again sometime, but to, you know, sort of refocus some thoughts on that, change process. It's not because I'm just selling it at a premium. Now it's not because it's more effective for me now in a one session protocol. It's really, again, back to that same story of this woman letting go of this, uh, this ongoing issue that here's a person who's been, as I'd phrase it stuck inside of a hypnotic state for way too long. And to get that immediate shift, to get that instant gratification that this is behind them. That's why I choose to work with those smokers. I don't have the personal uh, skin in the game on that one. Uh, I crack the joke that I've been trying to cut back from my addiction of having four cigars a year. And uh, before someone... (laughs) tries to uh, uh, turn this into a gift because this has already happened. I have to tell the story briefly. I mentioned one time in a workshop that it really turns out to be only one style of cigar I actually like which as soon as I light it, I realize it's a 45 minute investment of time and I didn't want to shower that night. So it's why it's a more social occasional thing if even that. Um, And it's this one style that's actually soaked in coffee rather than coffee flavored. And here's a student who on the last day of class showed up with a whole box of them. It's like, wow, that's amazing. That was really expensive. You didn't have to do that. And I'll tell you, I don't, I'm not skilled enough at it to have a humidor. They eventually went stale and uh, sorry, had to toss them out. So, you know, that, that reason that I don't have the personal story on that one. I don't have the ability to be there. I've had so many hypnotists who say I was the two-pack-a-day smoker and I stopped in one session. I was the three-pack-a-day. Hell, I heard this at someone from the NGH convention this past weekend. I was a a four-pack-a-day smoker and I stopped in an instant. I don't have that story. Um, You know, I had to recently stop drinking, uh, not for any personal reasons other than the fact that it was just making me very sick whenever I drank. They couldn't find any other health issues attached to it. And I wasn't that heavy of a drinker, which does fold in some amusement where some people go, oh, so you're sober now. And I'm like, I wasn't drinking enough to deserve the title. So what I'm getting at here is I don't have that reason why of my own personal thing, but it comes back to that instant gratification to see that change in motion right away and how that is that catalyst for this incredible generative change. Let's rewind the story back. This is someone I saw like eight or nine years ago. When she stopped smoking, she met this guy at an event she normally wouldn't have gone to. She got involved with running because he was a runner, something that she could not confidently do as a smoker. Uh, The two of them began dating. He got frustrated with his job working at a running store. And so the two of them opened up their own business eventually, which is now thriving with several locations. Look at the entire arc of this person's journey. Here she is now, married, kids, entrepreneur, very successful, and that old identity of the smoker just doesn't fit anymore. That's not a person who's gonna fall prey to the game of, oh, I had a glass of wine and I thought, just one won't hurt. No, that is so disconnected to who she was. you know. So that's that passion those stop smoking clients, they get that experience. That's where they're going. That's the real theme of my work with them. That's why I'm passionate with working with them. And for all the reasons I've already talked about my own business and the whole work smart identity, that's why I love working with entrepreneurs. So that's why I'd say the overwhelming majority of clients I work with nowadays are those self-made people or those people who are about to self-make, is that a phrase, uh, their own health. So I mentioned this before. That whether it's your own personal life, your relationships, your political affiliations, your religious belief systems, or, hey, it's, we're also talking about business success here. If you can define what you stand for, you remain congruent easily. If you can define just as much as what you stand for as well as what you stand against, that's where your integrity is solid. That's where your decisions about what direction to go with your life, your focus, your business, become effortless. That's where we break out of this analysis paralysis, you know, that so often we'd find ourselves inside of. Where my mission with uh, this Work Smart Hypnosis brand is to help you to become even more successful, not just to replicate what I've done. Uh, there's no arrogance behind the statement I'm about to say. I teach exactly what I've done as well as what I'm doing now, because you can't do it the way that I do it, because you shouldn't. So it's where, if you've been in my stuff before, my catchphrase is, it's my goal to give you the insane level of thinking and detail behind what I do, and by doing so, it gives you the responsibility to do it the way most appropriate for you. Briefly, here's a private consulting student of mine who shot a series of videos one time that I had to give the note that, hey, that was great, but you're pretending to be Jason Lynette. And you're not me. Do it in your style. Say something about you and then turn the camera on. Then you're going to be congruent, and the videos were just phenomenal. So, by defining who you are, what you stand for, as well as what you're against, it does put us, as all things will be in life, sometimes in the position of making a tough decision. Making a decision which, for a very few, may not be very popular, uh, may not win you new fans, yet it's where over time, it does become that place of well, here's what was going on, something was not running appropriately. And if you're going to do things to help grow us all. And here's these little side things that we're supposed to ignore. That's just not congruent. You know, um, I learned the phrasing at one point working as a stage manager in professional hypnosis that uh, professional hypnosis, professional theatrical experiences, there we go. How far away is that from me now that uh, don't practice, quote, look, don't see management. You know, that is dangerous. That is unethical. So, for example, there's something broken on a set and to pretend that, oh, I didn't notice it. That way, something doesn't work during the production. That way, I can just blame the stagehand. Well, no, actually my job as the stage manager was to assume the responsibility for everything that went wrong. I was the hub of all communication and it was my job to communicate to the scene shop that, hey, this thing is broken and we can hold the house before the audience comes in. We can delay the performance upwards of 10 minutes. Can we get that fixed or can we find another solution? So, you know, to define what you're against, sometimes there does have to be, I hate to use this phrase, the whistleblower moment. Uh, The same way that we work with our clients. Go back to the podcast session I did with Nick Ebden. Uh, That's an amazing session. Or the one from last week with uh, Felix uh, Economakis talking about responsibility on behalf of the client, where the loyalty is to the audience. The loyalty is to the client. The loyalty is to those people that share the same mission statement and if something is coming across as being uh, false or inaccurate or lacking that integrity, that's where just it's no longer a fit time to move on. So it's where um, I could probably chat about it here. We were, we were kind of uh, cryptic about what the Scriptnosis project was about, which for details, go to scriptnosis.com. And that was a dialogue I had to have with some good friends to go, you're the, uh, we don't need any more scripts. We need transcripts guy why are you attached to this project's about scripts? I'm like, well, because when you look at what that project is, it's about highlighting how we should be using them, how we should be highlighting them. And again, how hypnotic language does become our training wheel. And if you have the ability to work with curated content, which is peer reviewed in such a way to customize better for your client and sharpen those skills as the practitioner, I said yes before even the uh, the offer was introduced to me as I was invited to be a part of that project along with uh, Scott and Titan there. So again, by standing for what you believe in, by looking at something from a new position, you sometimes have those moments of like with the client calling out that, you know, well, I did the best I could or I did this or I thought I did this technique. It's like, well, n- no, you didn't. Yet here's what we can do instead. So it's where I share by massively paraphrasing The client story I was hinting at earlier, she had the option before of remaining the victim of that story. And by transitioning out of the role of victim and perhaps instead to the role of an empowered survivor or with some of the things that are already in motion now becoming the advocate you know, the more she does in those communities, the more she's not stuck in that old story anymore. Back to the Simon Sinek book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. There's a story that the author shares in that book of Volkswagen, which is a company most often known for, you know, it's the car of the people, I believe is actually the, uh, the German translation of Volkswagen. And it's where the story was years ago, they launched a luxury version of the car, and the car was phenomenal. And yet their audience saw right through it. It was not within their uh, in their identity. And so the car did not sell well and eventually was phased out. I mean, look at other examples in our community. And let's really hinge upon that word community. Why is the thoughts Live convention growing and thriving as much as it is? Because it's something that scott began as a community it was the hypnothoughts.com website where everybody was welcome everybody could share that message and these are sentiments that have already been shared several times on this program and the natural pivot to the convention was a no-brainer of an idea and as much as that website still exists as an online forum many more people are now attending the convention or interacting in that facebook group because the why from the beginning was let's bring this community together. Let's not position ourselves in one little bubble. Instead, let's let everybody be welcome. And the student is the one to make that decision as to what's quality and uh, what begins to fade away. So let's put this into some context here. Though before that, a few other examples. Why do I do online training? Well, for years, I was hearing that's not good. It's not as good if they're not in the room with you live. It's not as valuable if they're not breathing the same air. These are things I've really heard from various, various sources over the years. And that discovery that I would buy, um, I don't think this is piracy, but it's <laughs> damn near close to it. I would buy trainings from people and I knew how to take that training material from the DVD and rip it down to MP3 and listen to it in my car. You know, so I think I can comfortably say it. Previous podcast guests gonna have you on again soon sometimes. Uh, Igor Ladahosky. I don't think I've watched a lot of Igor's material. I've bought a ton of it and I've listened to a ton of it. And sometimes occasionally creating a mental note to go, okay, DVD number seven of the series. I need to go watch that demo because clearly there was something visual going on. So it's not the question of that doesn't work as well. It's the phrase of how do I make it work better? And for example, inside of Hypnotic Workers, there's one demo that I do of three positive age regression techniques stacked one on top of the other, stacking anchors, and then using that as the catalyst into the outcome. And there's like six variations of that demo in that online library. So online training, it's not a this or that, it's a this and that. So having learned so much myself over the years and other professions. I spend almost as much time as in the marketing and advertising world as I do in the hypnosis communities. And to see that here's a community that's thriving and information on demand. You know, here's a bunch of us about to be uh, swarming uh, at the Orleans Hotel and Casino for the HypnoThoughts Live convention. It's where if you've been around me in person, my catchphrase is sometimes, oh, we're already best friends on Facebook. You know, here's people that I've maybe interacted with once or twice in person. And yet there's a whole community. There's a whole dialogue that happens online. So my why behind online training is that the world has become a lot smaller and revolutions in education and uh, amazing ways that some research is showing is just as viable, if not slightly more effective in some ways. I don't think we're going to ever see the the live hands-on training disappear because there's people who need that hands-on approach. And I'm, you know, in a position of doing live trainings because it's where that little bit of an adjustment, a little bit of a confidence boost is absolutely critical. Similar to why I keep doing this podcast, you know, I look forward to doing these conversations. I look forward to doing these more personal solo sessions to share with you. Um, You know, it's like I'm going to the most obscure reference point here. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic is mostly known for doing parodies, funny songs ripping off other songs, yet he has almost as many, if not slightly more original songs. And how the hell did I get on that? And it's where the feedback I often get, people are not always going, hey, the session with this person, the session with that person. I do these solo sessions because these are the ones where I get to be, well, let's call it out, slightly more vulnerable in terms of talking about my goals, my uh, outcomes that I'm going for. And then that's these are the ones I hear some of the most incredible feedback from. You know, and again, whether they've bought everything I have to offer, signed up for my courses, or they're just a, uh, listener of the free program. That's why, you know, I would learn the most from a convention. Sometimes from these side dialogues, I'd have lunch with somebody. I'd hang out with someone in the hallway. That's why I keep doing this. So this is not just about defining who I am and, uh, what I stand for. I want you to take this content here and realize this is the power of, as I'd say it, the I, rather than the false we, you know, I was looking at, um, not to get negative here, I was looking at someone popped up in the local community here, uh, who's doing a Groupon offer. And the whole thing is it's such and such hypnosis center and everything on the website says we do this, we do that. And one of their reviews online actually commented, it really wasn't much of a center, it was one guy sitting in an office, which Sure, if it's working for you, go right ahead. It's a hypnosis office. I mean, we're splitting. We're splitting words here. We're getting too nitty gritty on that one. But it's where here's a person trying to present it as something much bigger than it actually is. Yet people buy identity. You know, uh, back to the Simon Sinek book. Start with why. He talks about the classic commercial from Apple in 1984. Of here's all the people. Uh, Dressed in gray, and here's the one woman who suddenly breaks free. She's wearing red shorts and a t-shirt, and she's just this flash of color. And the slogan at the end of it was, "Let's help make 1984, not 1984." Which, whether you bought from Apple or not, whether you purchased from them or not, that was a message many people could rally behind. You know, so whether you're a user of their products. Um, you know, you could respond that, okay, yeah, they stand for something. So I would encourage this, put more of you into your business. And where appropriate, put more of you into your process. And the action step is, take a few steps over the next few days. Especially, I mean, for many of us, there's going to be eight or 900 of us, if not a 1000 of us traveling out to the HypnoThoughts Live convention. So there's going to be some travel time. And you know, whether you share it with me, whether you do it for yourself, and no, that was not a double bind to force you to tra- create action, but hell, create action here. Define what it is that you stand for, why it is you do the work that you do. Chances are, it may be a more personal story than mine. I was a bit of an away from, a bit of a frustration point, but instead, to take this moment and define why it is that you do what you do, and then over time, find those ways To put into your message, to put into whether it's an email to your mailing list, whether it's the welcome video on your website, whether it's some sort of case study, which you slowly reveal, oh, by the way, that story was about me, you know, to put more of you into the work that you do, you know. The the trending thing, I went to a major marketing convention back in February, and as the theme of this event was, quote, the robots are coming, the number one trending thing in the business world these days is community, human to human contact. It's where so often, it's so often I'd uh, reach out to a student uh, who purchased something and just call them up randomly just because I want to hear about the work that they're doing. I'll have people on this program because I want to hear what they're doing and I want to share their story with you, this audience, but to find those places where you can bring more of that personality, that integrity behind what you do, you know, it's the old catchphrase that they'll, they may forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And you can instill that feeling in your process that as cold as some of our communities think business and marketing is. It's actually a passion project. It's a passion to share a mission. It's a passion to share something important. As you define your why you will always have that success. Jason Lynette here once again. And as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program. And just like whoever Urban Gypsy is, uh, your feedback, your reviews online is what helps this program keep going. That's what fuels part of my why. So head over to the iTunes listing or the Facebook listing and leave your positive reviews online. Share it with all your social media streams and also go inside and check out Hypnotic Business Systems. That's the entire all access pass to my hypnosis training library. Techniques for change, you won't find anywhere else real client sessions fully transcribed Uh, that's hypnotic workers hypnotic business systems is the business training library to get those clients check out either program we can have that passion but we've also got to take action and have the strategies to make it happen that's why i share my content with you i'm jason lynette hope to see you at hypno thoughts this weekend as this launches if not i'll see you soon thanks for listening to the work smart hypnosis podcast at WorksmartHypnosis.com.